Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the Kane DuPage and Kendall County Extension Service Unit. And this week I wanted to cover a couple different topics. One pretty serious and, and the other not so much. And the serious one is that in, in recent weeks already uh, I have been made aware of chimney fires already and it's barely wood burning season. So uh, chimney fires happen typically because of a buildup of creosote in the chimney. Uh, and that can happen from uh, burning unseasoned woods, uh, not uh, maintaining the chimney per se as, as it should be with some inspections every year or every other year. And I just want to remind everybody that when it comes to firewood for indoors especially, you should really be burning well-seasoned dried wood or, or firewood for the, for the indoor fireplace. Those greener pieces of wood, while they uh, while they will burn, uh, they give off a tremendous amount of smoke, and with that smoke uh, comes creosote that ends up on the chimney lining, and then later on, um, chimney fires are the result. So the, a chimney fire can um, be damaging to the chimney itself, or even worse. So part of that annual inspection to make sure you don't have a creosote buildup in the chimney, uh, they would also be looking for uh, structural issues. Are the linings still intact? If it's a uh, brick, cement, ceramic type of a lining, uh, has that failed? Are there, are there leaks? Uh, is there a possibility of the heat essentially escaping the fireplace and, and the chimney area and uh, getting to the point where it's beginning to char uh, wood elsewhere up and down the up and down the wall or at the ceiling uh, attic line. So you want to be sure you really do uh, pay attention to what's going on on your fireplace and be sure you're be sure you're burning that wood. Um, Everyone, again, has thrown probably a bit of unseasoned wood on a fire outside um, and seen all the smoke when you put a bit of unseasoned firewood in the fireplace besides the smoke. The other thing that will happen is you typically will see a, a, a lowering of the heat output because it takes energy to dry that unseasoned piece of wood before it will burn. And uh, that takes away heat output that you would otherwise be enjoying as you sit there by the fireplace. So um, that's really um, that's really something that's pretty important. Um, so um, buy dry seasoned wood, store it where it can be kept dry. Uh, and in terms of bringing any kind of firewood into the home, you really don't want to bring in much more than about a week's worth at any one time to burn. If the if the firewood's brought into a heated structure and and uh, left any longer than a week, what typically happens is all the outdoor critters that took harbage uh, in that firewood for the winter, thinking it doesn't, they don't know any better. They just think it's a, a bit of nature and should be there. Uh, you bring it in the house, and then uh, too long in the house, and the insects come out of their diapause or dormancy for the winter. And uh, you'll find them uh, flying and crawling and and uh, in places you're not expecting around the home. So be sure you don't bring it in and leave it for for more than a week. Um, in the garage, in a cooler temperature, delays the uh, delays the the insect from coming out. Uh, it still will eventually. So no more than about a week. 
And along with that, then please be sure you are definitely uh, keeping up with the maintenance on your indoor fireplace. So the other part I wanted to talk about today is because we've had lots of cold weather now. Clearly, outdoor your indoor plants have been brought inside by now. Um, and we've begun to see changes in our house plants. Uh, there could have been some immediate leaf loss. Uh, because of the lack of light they're now receiving or the reduced levels of light they're receiving. Uh, plants like uh, Weeping Benjamin figs, they are very sensitive to their orientation and we move them from outside to inside. They will typically drop quite a few leaves uh, to the point of almost shocking us to think that is this tree going to make it? Um, and it, it comes back, it turns around. So uh, expect some leaf loss. Uh, your watering practices probably should have changed by now. We bring a lot of plants inside and they really slow up on their growth quite a bit. So watering becomes uh, a much more infrequent event, yet you still have to keep them watered. Um, the the uh, foliages, oftentimes any new leaves that emerge will not be the same dark green, shiny color of the ones that were outside. Uh, they're green, they're healthy. Uh, but they won't have that shiny, waxy glow to them because there's no need to protect themselves from the sunlight now that they're inside. So uh, you need to uh, uh, recognize those kinds of things. Um, hopefully you got your plants in long before the furnace turned on, and then as the furnace comes on, there's a gradual acclimation to a much drier, lower humidity environment. Uh, if you're trying to keep that humidity up around the plants, if you've got trays and you can put... Uh, pebbles in the bottom uh, and, th and then water them um, when they need to be watered to the point where water runs out and, the, and resides in the, in the pebbles as a reservoir, that will evaporate as well near the plants and that gives them that little bit of extra, extra humidity. Um, if you find that the plant, uh, some of your house plants have really seemed to never dry out, you might want to pull them out of the pot and kind of take a look. Oftentimes the roots of your house plants will get hit the bottom of the pot and they'll start to circle and when they do that they have essentially cut off the drainage holes from working properly so sometimes that's the source of why that why that plant isn't draining out or drying out the soil of the pot isn't drying out like the rest of your house plants are some other kind of tips and tricks is if you can use the same kind of container i.e. everything in plastic everything in clay and or use the same kind of soil media in those pots. It makes watering them a, a lot more uniform and easier to do because everything seems to kind of dry out um, at the same rate. So watering is a bit more complete. So, you, so you're not watering three on Monday and four on sun, Saturday or Sunday and or missing one in the meantime and find it wilted up. So that's, that's an easier way to handle it if you can. The other thing about houseplants would be that uh, indoors, they're great um, filters for our air. We breathe better because of plants. On the other hand, they also collect uh, lint and dust and dirt. And to let them perform the best for us, we should be cleaning those leaves off uh, at least once a winter or once a month uh, during the winter months so that they, they are doing the best job possible for us, to, uh, breathing that good air and, and, and as well with limited light dirt on a leaf uh, limits what they can do 
further. So you want to be sure the leaves are kept clean. Sometimes that's in the kitchen sink. Sometimes that might be setting a bigger one in the bathtub and turning on the shower and giving it a rinse. Whatever it takes to make that happen. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Greenside Up. Always a pleasure, and I'll be back again next week.